0: The Spielman & Hooley We Tackle Life podcast would like to shout out Kurtz Brothers Mulch & Soils. Kurtz Brothers has given away more than $85,000 in discounts to Central Ohio customers who use the promo code KBCares when ordering online at kbcolumbus.com or who buy in-person at their four Central Ohio locations. Kurtz Brothers continues to give that 38% discount in the form of a Visa gift card, which is added up, as I said, to $85,000 that you, the consumer, can use to support small businesses in the state of Ohio. Remember, for mulch, soil, sand, or gravel, Kurtz Brothers mulch and soils, and don't miss their Westerville location with the best nursery in Central Ohio. Also, seniors in the Marysville, London, Dublin, Hilliard, or Plain City, Jonathan Alder School Districts, Become a Flashes o Fun high school junior or senior ambassador. You can win a free mini photo session or a free senior session, as well as Amazon gift cards and more for referring your friends' details at flashesofun.com. Previously on this Feelman & Hooley We Tackle Life podcast... For the health of college football, I think for the promotion of college football, these teams realize, and these athletic directors Mm -hmm. in schools, that when you put these marquee matchups together, it's nothing but beneficial for everybody, not just Alabama and Ohio State, not just the SEC and the Big Ten, but the popularity of the game, because that brings eyes and interest to college football. No doubt about it. And uh, we begin a Monday edition of the Spielman & Hooli We Tackle Life podcast Solo today, Mr. Spielman is uh, vacationing, my family is vacationing, I am here in the, uh, today one man in a basement studio's glad to have you with us. Uh, we had reached out to a couple of guests, and uh, I don't want to call out a former colleague, but he didn't return my text, so today will be a shorter podcast, Wednesday we'll have a guest, Friday we'll have a guest, and we'll talk some Big Ten football, we'll talk some uh, Sports throughout the nation today. Unfortunately, it continues to intersect with a lot of the Discord and news events that are going on, but uh, we'll do the best to keep it uh, a little light and airy today on a Monday edition, post Father's Day edition of the We Tackle Life podcast. Watch a little golf, and uh, the Memorial Tournament is fast approaching. And I can't imagine what that's going to be like wearing masks outdoors in mid July in Ohio, but um, that's what they're going to do. And the Memorial Tournament will precede. Uh, Typically two weeks ahead of the U.S. Open this year. It'll be three weeks ahead of the PGA Championship. PGA Championship will not have fans. Memorial Tournament will be the first professional golf tournament to have fans. 8,000 per day. And we have our first PGA Tour professional who has tested positive for the coronavirus. Nick Watney. If you're a golf fan, you probably know Nick Watney. If you're not a golf fan, you probably say, who's this guy? Nick Watney tested positive at the RBC Heritage One over the weekend by Webb Simpson, who's one of my personal favorites. Really good guy. Nick Watney. They've tested the 11 people around him. He played the first round. He didn't play the second round because he was feeling, he has some kind of a band or something. I don't know. It's kind of like a Fitbit. It alerted him that he might have issues. So... Nick Watney has tested positive. If you're following this, the news is good, and the news is eh, scary if you want to be scared, I guess, on COVID-19 as it concerns sports and college football. We thought, perhaps, when the NHL ramped back up that Columbus would be a hub city. Aaron Portsline of The Athletic reports that Columbus will not be a hub city. That's the news on the hockey front. On the baseball front, uh, Rob Manfred tweaked his proposal to Major League Baseball players, so they have to assess it and did not vote on it Sunday. As far as the NBA goes, uh, I have no idea what they're doing. I don't really care what they're doing. I'm not that locked in, but I am locked in on college football. And are we going to have college football, and are we going to have high school sports? Now, the numbers would say, yes, we should have college sports, and yes, we should have high school sports because the COVID death numbers are as low as they have been. Uh, 90% uh, recover absolutely fine. There's been a 90% – no, it's more than 90% recover. There's been a more than 90% drop in deaths. More than a 90% drop in deaths. Now, that's not saying 90% recover. They've always had well over 99% recover. But there's been a 90% drop in deaths, and the death numbers are, are really not that outrageous. Any death is, of course, terrible. But primarily, as I've been saying all along, it's nursing homes and prisons and people are in confined spaces. So they should play college sports. But, but, but. We're testing positive all over the place. Texas, uh, Kansas State. Kansas State has shut down football now because they've had test numbers higher than they wanted. Clemson has 21 guys who tested positive. LSU has 30 guys who test positive. If you're a Buckeye fan, you're going, hey, well, let's take Clemson out of the mix and LSU out of the mix, and that uh, helps our chances of winning a national title. Here's where we're going to have to go. Iowa, by the way, has increased testing numbers. Here's where we're going to have to get to on this. Okay. We're going to have to make a decision. We're going to have to make a decision that we're going to play through it or we're going to not even attempt to play. We're going to have to play through it or we're going to have to not even attempt to play. You're going to have to treat guys who are really, really sick, of course, but if you're just going to go until nobody tests positive or go until, you know, Somebody tests positive, and we got to quarantine them, and, oh, they've been around everybody, and so we're going to quarantine them. We're not going to be at this very long. We're going to have to reach a peace with deciding to play through it. Now, we may not play through it. If we don't play through it, then we're just going to shut it down. But the question I'd really love to ask Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, is could Ohio State – Survive. I guess that would be the easiest question to ask. Could Ohio State survive athletically if it had no income from football until the fall of twenty twenty-one? Yeah, there's talk about playing in the spring. Everything is contingent. If you're going to shut it down this fall, with the numbers dropping the way the numbers are dropping, if you're going to shut it down this fall, then I think what you're saying is we're not going to play college football until we have a vaccine. And if that is your approach, then I think you could rule out having any kind of college football income in 2020 or even in the spring of 2021. You probably might as well just put everybody on the shelf until the fall of 2021. And, of course, that means you're not going to ever see Justin Fields play quarterback for Ohio State again. You're not going to ever see Chris Olave play football for Ohio State again. You're never going to see Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne play play college football for Clemson again. And as I know, you may have gotten your fill of watching them play at the Fiesta Bowl, but everybody's got somebody who's not going to play. Everybody good has somebody. So Michigan probably, they'll all be back. Everybody good has somebody who will not play a season they could play if they were going to play this fall. And that's just a casualty of shutting it down. But if we can get to the point where we can not be prisoner to fear and to, oh, my goodness, he got it. Oh, he got it, but he's not, like, really, really sick. So let's just play through it. Let's just go on. If we can get there, we're going to have college sports. If not, we're not going to have it. And Laura Rutledge said today on Get Up, she's the uh, ESPN uh, commentator, that she's hearing players are getting scared about the number of positive tests And they want to write to the NCAA or communicate with the NCAA, but they want to do it anonymously because they're afraid their schools will say, well, look, if you're scared, don't play. And how many times have you been told, maybe by your parents, you've certainly told your kids this, you can't have your cake and eat it too, or you can't have it both ways. That is the unfortunate reality of where we are with college football in the COVID-19 era pre-vaccine all these guys want to play. Gene Smith has said that. Of course they all want to play. And they've all signed their Buckeye pledge, and they're all doing everything they can do to stay healthy and not put themselves in harm's way. But the Im- inevitability of a virus and bacteria and people in close quarters in contact, no matter how much they try to disinfect, no matter how many masks they wear, no matter how much they limit their activity, guys are probably going to test positive And if that is what freaks you out and forces you to hit the shutdown button, well, then it's inevitable that they're not going to play the sport. I certainly hope they play the sport. I am sick and tired of the primary stories that we have to talk about are intersections of political agendas, activism, and sports. It's not that I don't think some of the activism has merit. It's not that I don't think political issues matter. I think they all matter. But I like sports being a distraction from, a respite, a safe haven from some of the seriousness that can overwhelm you if you traffic in it all the time. But right now what we have most of the time, we don't have a whole lot of games to write about, is we have This guy wants to be an activist or this guy doesn't want to play because he wants to do this. Or now we have this story out of NASCAR, this this despicable if true story. Now, I'm going to say if true, not because I don't think it's true, but because I hope this story about somebody putting a noose in Bubba Wallace, an African-American driver's uh, stall, I want to give no one any room to deny this happened. The best way to give no one room to deny this happened is to show photographic evidence of the noose. That shouldn't be difficult, should it? So if we could see photographic evidence of the noose, then that would dismiss all the naysayers who say, well, this never happened. This never happened. Uh, It's made up. Here's what I think should happen to whoever put the noose in Bubba Watson's locker stall or car stall or wherever it was, that person and anyone who helped that person, anyone who knew about what that person was doing, anyone who aided and abetted or was in on the planning for that, those people should never be allowed to not only participate in NASCAR again, I would hope that every sanctioned racing body everywhere would deny them the opportunity to ever be involved in any kind of racing ever again, ever. That is the kind of behavior we have to call out, and we have to eradicate. So that's my, to me, it's not even, t- it's not even a difficult choice. It's like, if you did that, goodbye, you're gone. And if it's made up, which I don't think it is, but if it's made up, then goodbye, you're gone. Because stoking such histrionics and racial animus is, you know, is, is right there with practicing it. So uh, I certainly hope they find the, party or parties responsible for that. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, the petition continues to gain signatures to become Flavortown, Ohio, as a homage to Guy Fieri of the uh, Food Network. Is that the best we have from Columbus, Ohio? Is that the, is that, is that the best we have from Columbus? And we want to name it after a guy with bleached blonde hair and a vintage Camaro who can... You know, tell us where to go to get great sandwiches when we're on the road. I think we can do better than Guy Fieri. Although I don't have, I don't have a whole ton of uh, other options other than the ones I proposed the other day, which were uh, Urban Acres, uh, Woody World, uh, Trestle Town, and uh, Brutusville. Uh, those were my suggestions, and uh, I'll give you the Twitter results of that poll in a moment. I think it has concluded. Uh Texas Rangers and Christopher Columbus. What do they have in common? Uh, Both are uh, objectionable to people who want to see their names changed forever. Columbus, Ohio, as I mentioned, Flavortown is uh, the one that has has some uh, signatures, quite a few signatures, actually. But... Uh, the Texas Rangers, who've been in business for like almost 50 years, are in the crosshairs because of the Texas Rangers. If you watched uh, True Grit, you will know that the Texas Rangers are uh, an elite law enforcement arm uh, in Texas. They're kind of like the Canadian Mounties of Texas. And you can't honor anything law enforcement. So Texas Rangers' name got to go. Texas Rangers say no. We have our own identity apart from the actual Texas Rangers. We will see where that goes. Uh, The winner with 49% of the vote in our Renaming Columbus poll is Brutusville. Brutusville, 49% of the vote. Woody World gets 20% of the vote. Urban Acres gets 16% of the vote. That's a hot, hotly contested race for... Third, uh, between Urban Acres with 16% and Trestle Town with uh, (laughs) 14.8. So those are the results of that Twitter poll. Uh, Let me give a shout-out to our friends uh, Paul, Grace, and Andy at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. There's a brand spanking new box of K-Cups sitting right here in my basement making it smell, smell phenomenal for Mr. Spielman when he returns from vacation. Uh, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters also donating $230 to COVID-19 relief and that is because many of you many many of you have donated your 15% discount back to COVID-19 relief. You can get a 15% discount when you use the promo code WE TACKLE LIFE in all caps. But thank you very much for donating that back. Hemisphere is a small business, so is our so are our friends at auiinfo.com in Akron. Steve and Chrissy and Julie And the other 14 employees of AUI Info stand ready to help you as you ramp back up. Small business told the story last week. I got to chatting with a gentleman at the uh, checkout line at Lowe's. And he told me his challenges getting his business back on board. Has some people who are fearful of getting the virus. Not interested in coming back to work making more money on unemployment than they were working for him because of the extra $600 payment? How do you separate from people like that? How do you take their job and give it to someone else? Are you allowed to do that? Is it legal? Is it illegal? What about health insurance? In the wake of COVID, everybody's looking at their health insurance. You've got so much to do as a small business owner. Do you want to be on the phone on endless phone menus and getting prices and comparing this, that, and the other. I would think you'd rather have a specialist do that, and that's why you want AUINFO.com. No matter where your small business is located, Western Ohio, Northern Ohio, Southern Ohio, Eastern Ohio, anywhere in between, Info licensed throughout the state of Ohio. And they are great people, small business themselves, so they can identify with your issues. So give them a call. Well, actually, give them a click at AUINFO.com. Um, I'm making the move. I'm making the move. I've determined this. Thank you to many of you for helping me. Uh, I am making the move to YouTube TV. I'm doing it this week. Doing it this week with YouTube TV. And I gather that I don't need to buy uh, a Roku stick to do it. As uh, the fact that I have smart TVs allows me to skip uh, the purchase of the Roku. So we'll let you know how that goes. I get rave reviews on the YouTube TV. Hope you haven't let me down. Hope you're all watching the Chosen, whether it's on an app, whether it's on YouTube or whatever. Great, great, great depiction of the life of Jesus, uh, and that's something that I think will open your eyes to uh, what a wonderful, loving, understanding, and in the Chosen at least, witty person that he was. I don't stand a reason that Jesus is extremely witty, would it not? Since God invented wit and humor, of course, the Son of God would have awesome wit and humor. So it's just a great way. We make it a family event to watch it once a week, and uh, I would highly recommend that you watch The Chosen. As I end with the faith segment, here's where I am trying to live my life these days, and I want to put a special call on the hearts of those of you who are really committed Christians. I know sometimes Chris and I tend to talk through the faith element of the podcast to guys who want to be awakened and want to learn how to apply their faith a little bit more. This is for those of you who are really dialed in and enjoy our podcast for that reason. I'm trying to live my life right now walking a tightrope between two scriptural principles. Number one, Ephesians 6, standing firm. Equip myself with the full armor of God, His truth, But then standing against misinformation, evil, innuendo, the shout-down-cancel culture, standing against that. And the other principle I'm trying to walk that tightrope of living at peace as much as is possible with me living at peace with all men. I will not apologize for working hard to get where I am in life. I will not apologize for my parents staying married and giving me whatever advantages that gave me, which I assume, which I know are enormous, having praying parents. But I will not apologize for things that are not my fault, but I will not, nor will I uphold injustice because when you are a christian you are called to love all men and that of course means all women as well you are called to love as jesus loved and he loved everyone so it is goes without saying that you would not you would not stand for injustice racial inequity of any kind if you are a christian so i'm trying to live at peace with all men and i am trying to um stand firm Uh, Those are things that have uh, resonated with me as I have uh, pondered, how do I live? How do I talk through these things with people who uh, have questions, with people who are angry, with people who want to know why I stand the way I stand on certain things? Uh, Those are my two calls right now, to stand for truth and to, as much as is possible, live at peace with all men. So we'll keep it brief today because, look, I get weary of listening to my own voice. Love to have Spiels with me, but I hope he's having a refreshing vacation, reconnecting with his family. Wednesday, I'll have a co-host, and we will tackle whatever is out there in the world of sports and life. Hope you have a great Monday. Be well. God bless.